0: Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Kyler. Welcome to the Teens Age Podcast, where we talk about our opinions and interests.
1: Welcome to episode 19, where we're going to be talking about philosophy once again. What does it mean to be a good person? Starting off with the easy ones, once again.
0: Yeah, just jump right into it. Um, oh gosh, I feel like I should pull this up because I did a project on this. You did, yeah. I did. I made Alex record stuff for it. <laughs> it's um, true. <laughs> maybe we should see what you said. Oh no. <laughs>
1: I rambled, like, I did this at, like, 11 in bed, like, on my phone.
0: You sent me a mini podcast. Yeah. Oh,
1: goodness.
0: Oh, but now I'm curious. Where do I have it saved? Oh, no. Tyler, no. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't do that to you. (laughs) Um, I think there was a little too much swearing to put that on the internet here. Yeah, no,
1: it's true. That was a lot of swearing. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay well so okay well okay so just to sum up what I said is I can't th- I don't think you can ever be a fundamentally good or bad person because you could have good or bad actions but those are all judged by other people whose opinions are influenced by how they grew up, where they were raised. What's good to me isn't going to be good to you. What's bad to me isn't going to be bad to anybody else necessarily. We have stuff that is universally more, universally more people think of as bad. And so that is where we get, you are a bad person if you do those actions, but one action does not dictate who you are and you're a person. So I don't think you can ever be a good or bad action. Or no, you, never be, you can be a good or bad I'm done. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, dear. Well, I don't know where I was going with that. But you can... You can do more good actions, you can do more bad actions, but I don't think you can ever be fundamentally good or bad because good or bad is just a judgment made from other people. And there's no right or wrong judgment of people because it's all an opinion-based thing, and we each have our own opinions.
1: That that makes sense. That
0: concludes my presentation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. Oh, goodness. I think the thing that philosophers would argue or have been arguing that I think is interesting is, and not religions argue, really, is that there is a like universally there, there's a universal way of measuring things like similar to the way the good place argues like every action has that positive and that negative like even if mm-hmm. it's different for a person like there should be like a big universal voice that says no if you ate pineapple on pizza you lose 10 points right Um, bad bad choice but I like pineapple on pizza. Bro. I know, so do
0: I. I was saying it's a bad choice to have it um, be negative points. Like pineapple, obviously belongs on pizza.
1: Exactly. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. <laughs> we should have an episode arguing why pineapples belong.
1: Yeah, I I think the thing is, I I definitely agree with you that, like, everyone's going to have different opinions about um, the importance of different actions. Like, some things are like, you should go to hell for having pineapple pizza, or, like, maybe not, you know? But I, I think that a lot of people would argue that there is or should be some universal measurement for those kinds of things. But I don't know if there can be.
0: (laughs) I don't think there can, because, like, different cultures accept different things, and different people accept different things. Like, I mean, I'm very lawful, so I would judge it—I would judge breaking the law more harshly than, say, you would. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, like, I don't— I don't have a good example because I was gonna go with like murder, but I think we would all agree on murder I think we is would bad. all agree on murder. I think
1: we all would have the same opinion. I mean about like that. maybe okay. minor things like theft or graffiti or whatever, I would probably be like, Wow, that was stupid of you, have a nice day But you would probably be like, Wow, that was really stupid of you
0: <laughs> Don't have a nice day Well <laughs> <laughs> the thing exactly. is like but I because I do graffiti like legally I don't, like, graffiti is one of the few things that I'll be like, yeah, sure, go ahead and do it, as long as you're not, like, you know. Okay, well, never mind. Because it's (laughs) violations violation, but it's so, as long as it's abandoned buildings, I do not care. If it is somebody else's active property, then I have more of an opinion, but, like... Abandoned buildings, I don't really care if you do graffiti on them.
1: Yeah, even if it's against the law.
0: Yeah, because I think it's pretty. I mean, I don't know. I like how people, I mean, you know, if they do graffiti of, like, swear words or something, it's not as cool, but... You know. <laughs> yeah,
1: sure. <laughs>
0: no, I get what you mean. I think
1: um the one thing that I would say is, like, what about theft? How do you feel about theft? I don't know. I mean, it depends on the type of theft. Yeah. Like, well, this is the entire basis for a musical, right? Like, anyone who's listened to or watched Les Mis.
0: Oh, I haven't seen Les Mis.
1: Oh, okay. It's about this guy who steals a loaf of bread and gets, like, a ridiculously long prison sentence.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I mean,
1: like, it's normal, and then he keeps trying to escape, and it's like, bro, why would you do that? But, um... But he stole a loaf of bread because his, like, family was dying or whatever. And they were like, wow, I can't believe you stole a loaf of bread. <laughs> like, now you will go to jail for 50 years. Um, and then this guy, like, makes it his life's mission to hunt down the guy who stole the bread. Um, <laughs> and we're all like, why would you do that? But...
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because it's like if somebody steals a bread, a piece of bread or a loaf of bread, that's not as bad. The the issue doesn't stem that they're stealing necessarily. It stems from the fact that we live in a place that doesn't people aren't able to feed themselves and their family. Like, right? Yeah. No, I I agree. I don't think the problem is necessarily that they're stealing. I think the problem is, is that we have a system that's set up that prevents them from having enough food.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was, yeah. I mean, and it's in France, so. (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: But, um. But just in general, like. Yeah, no, I agree. People need to steal food to eat, and there's a system problem, not as much as a theft problem. Yeah, but
1: how would you treat the individual case?
0: Yeah, I don't know, because then you have, like, it's a case-by-case basis, and then we have, different people dealing with different things and there's not like a certain way to handle every different situation and then we get bias and prejudice mixed in and things aren't handled well yeah it's a long process and it's complicated it's really the moral of the story
1: (laughs) every conversation we have on philosophy is basically it's
0: complicated Yeah. yeah I, uh, yeah,
1: I think, sorry, but we've gone down a kind of rabbit hole within the question, what does it mean to be a good person? Yeah, um,
0: we have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: think my thing is that a lot of people really want there to be a universal truth about this, like a universal law-making system that will, like, make a lot of sense, and that, you know,
0: tr- treats everyone
1: fairly fear. and every action fairly. Mm-hmm. Um and has, like, a really sensible way of doing that, but um, I don't think there is or should be.
0: Yeah, I don't think you could have that. Yeah.
1: Is there anything else you want to say, a person who created a 30-minute PowerPoint? On
0: I did not create a 30-minute PowerPoint. I created a 30-slide PowerPoint. Yeah, that you jammed in five minutes. I didn't cover all of it.
1: Oh, I see. You skip past some of it. <laughs> I skipped
0: past out. some of it. No, no, I don't have anything else to say on the topic. I okay. gave the summary of what I found. I just yeah. didn't get how I got to that point. Okay, that's fair.
1: We don't need to know about my ramblings at 11.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can go find the audio clip of your ramblings <laughs> at 11 if you want.
1: I could also find it, and I don't need to. <laughs>
0: I'm sure I have it saved here somewhere. No, I'm
1: kidding. Alrighty. The next question is: If we do selfless things with selfish motives, do they still count in quotation marks? Hmm. I don't like this one. <laughs> you don't like this one.
0: Because it's so complicated, like. <laughs> I mean, I think... uh, Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go back to one of the examples I used in my PowerPoint presentation, or similar one. You see some very... Some person that you know is very rich, right? Mm -hmm. Walking into the street, and then you see a car coming. So you pull him out of the streets in hopes that you would get money. Oh. Okay. Is this good or bad? Like, you saved somebody, but you did it because you wanted money.
1: Yeah. Um. So for me, I guess it doesn't matter what their motive. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> Stick with me through my whole thing here, but okay. For the person who was saved, it doesn't really matter that they wanted money it matters that they saved the person which Mm -hmm. is important and it's good and it has like a good end result but I wouldn't like that person like I would have Mm -hmm. a bad opinion of that person I wouldn't want to sit down to dinner with them you know whatever Mm -hmm. so it's like does it have a net positive yes But would I, like, slap that person in the face if I met them? Probably yes. So, kind of a balancing act there. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would tend to agree. I don't know. It's a little weird, because, like, I feel like there are some actions that you could do with a selfish motive, but the action would make up for the motive, and then I feel like there are other actions that you could do with a selfish motive, and that the action wouldn't make up for that, like... You know like the murder example was extreme. Like <laughs> yeah. As I go morbid and extreme with my examples usually. But like you know the action very much does make up for the motive. But what if it was smaller? Like I don't know. I can only think of like creepy things and morbid things. <laughs> um Um um, um.
1: Uh, okay, wait. Since we're in high school, okay. And I know that this will not sound cool to you, but if somebody helps someone out in order to impress their
0: crush. Okay. Yeah, like, you shouldn't help people out (laughs) to impress other people. Right, yeah. Just in general. And then you shouldn't be trying to impress other people, because if you're actively trying to impress other people, and then they do take an interest in you, and then you don't keep up that action, then they're going to be disappointed. So it's better to just stay consistent with your actions and do what you genuinely would do in that situation, so you don't end up in a situation where you've been lying about how great you are and how you help everybody, and then be like yeah I'm actually not and now that you're have attention in me, I'm just gonna stop all of those nice actions because you finally take an interest. Yeah. And just don't have crushes on people because like nah, it's like a lot of effort.
1: <laughs> it does seem like a lot of effort. like waste of time really.
0: Really? I mean there are so many other things you can do with your life. It's true, it's true. But yeah, like smaller actions like that, I don't feel like the action makes up for the motive. But with bigger things like you save somebody's life, I feel like then in that case, the action can make up for the motive. Hmm.
1: I don't know about make up for the mo- like I think it's just you have to accept that this person also like did a great thing but also had terrible motives. Like I think Yeah. With, um, the common thing I use is the Founding Fathers, um, -hmm. because, sure, yeah, America's, you know, interesting as a place and a concept, and I'm glad it was made, but at the same time, it was created with the express, like, purpose of, you know, keeping the lower class silent and only having educated people, white male people. Involved in the governance. So, like...
0: Yeah.
1: At the same time, you have to, like, hold that... Sure, they were sucky people with sucky motives, but they made a cool thing. And, you know, like, does that make up for it? Meh. (laughs) With all the slavery and everything? Probably, But... I don't know.
0: Yeah. I feel like people also like to overlook, like, they just focus on the good of a situation. Oh, yeah. And ignore the bad... So it's, it's more, it's harder to see the bad in some situations because people try to keep it hidden. Yeah, especially in history. Definitely in history and definitely in public schools in history.
1: Oh God, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think people really
1: just like to simplify, um, make it easier to swallow people and make them flat like, and not uh-huh. have any complexity,
0: and like, no, that's <laughs> not realistic. <sighs> yeah, definitely not realistic.
1: Anything else we want to say on that? No, I think that about covers it. What does it mean to be a good friend? Hello, good friends. <laughs> what does it mean <laughs> to be a good friend?
0: No be a cat. If you're a cat, you're a good friend. (laughs) Cats are really lazy, though. Cute. They're cute. And
1: fluffy. That's true. That's true. I want a cat as a friend, you know? Yeah. I can't have a cat, though. Someday you will have a cat, Kyler. Someday I'll have, like, 15 cats. (laughs) Your dream will come true.
0: I know. I just gotta wait. Okay. That was (laughs) off-topic. Mean?
1: A good friend. I mean, I think to have a positive. I like I commonly think of friendship as like if you're happy after spending time with a person, that's friendship. Or like, you know, talking mm-hmm. to a
0: person or whatever.
1: So I oh, guess it...
0: No, continue with what you're going. I'll... Oh, I'll present my argument after you're done. Alrighty. I guess
1: my theory then would be being a good friend would be to have a positive influence as well as a positive energy. Because I feel like some people can like make you happy either in the moment or afterwards and then, you know, like after the fact it's not really like they've you know, positively influenced you in your actions and habits and things. Mm. Certainly, but I don't know. What do you think? What was your argument?
0: Okay, well, that was more of a counter argument for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so one of the things is, like, you mentioned that if they have a positive influence on your life, which, okay, that's good. But another thing you mentioned is if they make you happy happy in the moment or after. And so I've met people who are in relationships with people or just friendships, relationships, whatever. Where they seem happy in the moment when they're with that person. And then you go like looking back once they're not with that person, like, you know, they went out to a park and now like they're both at their houses, right? Mm. And then they're not as happy looking back on what they did. Huh.
1: You mean like Not just, just, like, unhappy thinking about what they said or whatever?
0: Or, like, just, like, the actions that person have. Like, you know, sometimes peer pressure, like, you go with your friends and you do things. You don't Uh think about what you're doing and what your friends are doing. And you get back home and you're like, oh, that wasn't the greatest decision ever. But then you just continue to hang out with those people and they continue to pressure you to do these things. But yet, in the moment, you think it's great and fun and all that. But then when you go home and look back on it, it's not.
1: I mean, like, that's the good influence stuff, right? Like, a positive influence in general. Like, I don't think that would be a good friendship, but it's still, like, a friendship, I think.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't argue that it's not a friendship, but we're, like... So you have to be both a good influence and make them happy. Yeah, I... mm. So... I
1: mean, mean, what, what I almost always, like, live by is that I should always feel more... Because I'm an extrovert, <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of have to feel more energized by spending time with someone.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like,
1: afterwards, if I feel, like, refueled and stuff, I'm like, that was a good time. I have a good friends there, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel more like myself. Uh, but I think if I don't, like, if I feel kind of, you know, uh exhausted after having a conversation with someone or something, then that's probably not a healthy friendship. But... I don't know. know. Like... I guess, um... I think I always, like, do that thing where I get home and I look at my actions and I'm like, wow, that was really stupid of me. But in general, it's because I'm, like, socially awkward (laughs) and not because, Uh like, I started drinking or something. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to, like, expand on where you were going (laughs) with
0: that? Well, it was, like, not necessarily your actions, but, like, You know, you're happy in the moment, but then looking back on it, like, you know, the person wasn't very nice to you. Or, like, you have this idea of what that person should be Mm. and what that person is when you're together. But when you're not together, that image kind of fades away and you get, like, you can look at their actions. But because you have this image in your head of, like, what they should be, you continue to hang out with them. Yeah. No, I I definitely get that. So is that a good or bad friendship? Like, you're happy in the moment, but you're not happy after. Hmm. Well, I don't think...
1: (sighs) Personally, I think I've been in, like, friendships like this, and I think that in the moment, I didn't have enough self-awareness to be like, oh, maybe this isn't healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was largely, like, I was spending enough time with, like, the person to be, like, this is fine. Um, but, like, in retrospect, and, like, after a while of, like, looking back on it, like, post-friendship, you know, then that's easier to look back on, but I, I don't know if I can analyze it in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it probably wasn't healthy. Like, I don't think A scenario in which you're, like, making up who your friend is in your head while you're with them is, like... (laughs) Is healthy. Healthy? Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it definitely isn't. Yeah. I don't know.
1: But, like, it's not, like... I guess if they make your emotional state worse, that's when I term it, like, not a good friendship. Like, not (laughs) just one time, but consistently. Because, like, everyone has arguments and things, but, like... Well, except for you, (laughs) but, (laughs) uh, but like, if you're consistently feeling worse after having spent time with them, that's probably not healthy.
0: Yeah. And for the record, I just don't spend enough time with people to actually get into arguments with them.
1: (laughs) No, I think you're just like a really non-confrontational person.
0: Mm, That too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just waiting to get into an argument with somebody. You're ready to pounce. No. <laughs> sure, it wouldn't be pretty. I'd feel probably really, really bad about it. Yeah, no. You seem like the
1: kind of person who would internalize that. I don't know. I feel like the true test of friendship is having your first argument and, you know, like, figuring out what to do afterwards and navigating that. Yeah. <laughs> it like It's just like you'll always... Have a disagreement with someone in some way, like you're not gonna be clone opinions with everyone you meet, so like it's kind of how do you deal with it when it comes across, and everything,
0: yeah, like those people who think pineapple doesn't belong on pizza exactly <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you want to move on to the next question, or do yeah you want to... yeah uh how should we feel when other people are better than us? Better than us in general? I don't know how I feel about it being phrased like that. but
0: uh, yeah.
1: I get the gist, but, like, better than us at something or better than us,
0: like, as a person. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. I mean, I think y- you have two options. One is to try and bring that person down to your level, which I, you know, isn't really the morally correct option yeah (laughs) and the other option is to you know accept the fact that they are better than you and then try and work from what you see them doing and try and get better from their example yeah I think I think
1: it's interesting to me because I don't Not to go back to middle school and fix mindset versus growth mindset, but, like, I really do think that, um, like, being better than someone isn't really something you can, I don't know. Like, I I think it reminds me of, like, when people are like, you're smart, and I'm like, no. (laughs) That's, that's not a good thing to say because that'll make the person, like, internalize that forever and then make mistakes. Like, like I, it's just um, saying someone is good at something and then, like, leaving it at that will always make me feel unsettled. But, like, I think in a moment, like, if somebody is better than you at something, then, like, the best thing you could do is, like you said, like, try and kind of look up to them and use them as a model or like talk to them about how they got to where they are um Mm -hmm. and like keep those people in your life you know anyone you want to aspire to be like you know if they're better at something than you at something you want to work at then maybe talk to them about how they got there and like really Mm -hmm. yeah like I agree with you that there's a lot of people that take the you can't be better than me, and I'm going to bring you down kind of situation. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think that's healthy for anyone
0: involved. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can be bad at something or have a bad day at something, and, Mm -hmm. you know, you can try and drag everybody else down with you, or you can acknowledge that other people are having a good day and, you know, try and learn from what they're doing. For sure. Yeah, there's always room for growth. Always. I would say if you're actively also trying to find people who are worse than you at something, whatever standard of measurement you're using to judge that, but you also shouldn't try and do that to bring them down and bring yourself up. Like, that's just... Yeah. I think that's the thing
1: is, like, you're always trying to find people who are better than you because if you try and find people that are worse
0: than you at things, that'll just be... Well, some people do try and find people who are worse than them at things, though. But... That's
1: how you get, like, supervillains who have henchmen. Supervillains with
0: henchmen. Mm, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think just when you surround yourself with people who are worse than you at things, you will almost always rather than, like, being a comparison, you're going to acclimate to that and, like, become more like the people you're around. You are what you eat. (laughs) (laughs) Do we want to go to the next question, or do we have anything else to say on being... uh, people being better than us?
0: I don't think I have anything else.
1: I think the one thing I'd say about that last question is that, um, like... We are obviously not the best at podcasting, (laughs) although we are very good for, I think, like, our age group or whatever. But um, I think, like, we listen to other people's podcasts and try to, like, use the tools that they have implemented to be better podcasters and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I think that's the goal is, like, I don't know. Everyone's a mix of their favorite people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah
1: hey folks you're nearing the end of the podcast this is a reminder that this month's book is her royal highness by rachel hawkins you know the drill read along this month to know what we're talking about
0: you can contact us via email at the at gmail.com or on instagram at teens underscore aged
1: thanks for listening in this has been the teens age podcast with alex and kyler